Hey, everybody, enjoy this episode. Become a member, members.charliekirk.com. That is members.charliekirk.com. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. And become a member to support this program. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Joining us now is Scott Baller with a very exciting program uh, that I can't wait to share with you. SaturateUSA.org. That is SaturateUSA.org. Uh, Scott Baller joins us. Scott, welcome to the program. Thanks, Charlie, for having me on. Appreciate it. All right, so Scott, tell us all about the God-sized vision of Saturate USA. Well, you know, similar to you, we just felt about five years ago, there's a group of people that uh, felt like we needed to do something here in the United States, that we needed to get people back to the roots of what we were, which was a Christian country, one that uh, was out about sharing the gospel and telling people about Christ. And, and we were really concerned as, as Trump had just got in office that uh, we needed to work on values and those kind of things. And so a group of people got together and we figured out what would be the best way to try to hopefully get the gospel to all 120 million homes in the United States. And, um, you know, we prayed on it. Uh, these are some pretty top quality businessmen that had great ideas on how to market stuff. And the the idea came back was that we need to provide something to churches that would be free to them, that would empower them to get out outside the walls of the church and get their members to share the gospel. And so came up with a lot of different ideas, but the main one was, was to utilize some tools that were already out there. Tools, uh, one, it's called Jesus Film, which is the most watched movie in the history of the world. And uh, utilize that in a way to get people to understand the gospel. And uh, as we started looking at some different research, for instance, with Barna, we found out that uh, it was very shocking that 30% of the United States, their heart language they speak in is not English. And so that gave a very uh, challenging thing. We couldn't just provide something that was in one language, but it had to be something that could be uh, provided in multiple languages. And so the Jesus film is provided and can be streamed in over 2,000 languages, which is pretty incredible. And uh, so we provide a mechanism where we provide uh, what we call saturation packs to churches. They adopt their neighborhood, their area that they're in, and uh, we provide them free of charge and ship to them and everything. Uh, these packs, which include a DVD, which uh, includes the access to stream this, these movies for free uh, in over 2,000 languages. It provides a booklet in there, which was done by an organization called Crew, which is called Do You Want to Know God Personally, which is a mechanism to uh, lead someone through the process of what it would look like to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. 
And then the key thing, Charlie, is this is not a, a, a movement that we're trying to get people to come back to saturate USA, but we're trying to empower the churches. So the churches are required to put their local church information in. And so when someone gets this packet, the way they connect, the way they, they reach out that next step is through the, church, the local churches that are out doing this. It's an amazing vision. I, I want to play one of your trailers here. I love it. Let's play Cut 100, please. As the world changes in an era of crisis, families throughout America are experiencing instability, fear, and great loss. But while many are searching for answers in places of desperation, the position and mission of the church has never been more clear. It's time for us to leave the buildings and saturate the streets with compassionate outreach, redemptive hope, and the love of Jesus. So, Scott, part of this is to try to challenge the church to give them ta- to give them something to do. Tell us more about how the details work. Yeah, so, you know, what's been amazing about this is, is uh, you know, uh, it can be a big church. It can be a church of 1,000 people that want to do this. And we've had individual couples that have gone out and done 20,000 homes over a period of time. And so the idea is, is we, we, we provide them with maps of their zip code so they can go out and they can be somewhat organized with it. But the encouragement is, is to get out there in groups and either provide these on doors or go door to door and talk to people. Uh, it's amazing how the Lord works. You know, you think you might want to not feel comfortable. Barna about three years ago did a study. It said, if we took church going people, uh, what's the percentage of those that actually feel comfortable sharing their faith? And the crazy number that came back was under 5%. And so we know that's something that's challenging. So this allows them to go out. It's it, They can either drop it off. They can do whatever the church is wanting. And then there's a follow-up process after. And uh, it's been amazing. You know, as we all know, just planting that seed is our, is, is our job and the Holy Spirit and God does the rest. And so it's it's been an incredible thing going on. We've had, if you can believe this, out of the 120 uh, million homes we've had already were just under 50 million homes adopted already over the last five years. And so that constitutes a huge amount of people. It's amazing. Let's continue with Cut 101, please. Saturate USA is a movement of churches and believers across America. One unifying movement to reach every zip code, every neighborhood, and every home with the love of the gospel. Churches can join the Saturate USA movement by adopting a zip code and receiving free neighborhood maps, door hanger bags, and evangelistic materials, including Jesus Film DVDs with free online streaming. Each church can be as creative as they like with their packs, personalizing them so their neighbors will know who loved them enough to reach out and connect. Then plan the neighborhood outreaches and go out as teams or individuals to distribute to homes. I mean, the vision of 120 million homes, that's ambitious. Just kind of remind the progress, 30% already, though, saturated. Yeah, it's crazy. 30% saturated, almost 40% already adopted by churches. And, you know, what's been amazing about it is I'm, uh, I've got three kids in college, so I love your movement. I love everything you're doing, and, and, and I'm you. go down the same page as you. we got to get out there. we got to educate people on what the values are, what we believe, what's important. And what's great about Saturate, it's just not for young people. It's not for old people. It's not for the deacons of the church. It's for everyone. Uh, the, 
uh, youth groups, the different uh, ministries, the different uh, small groups, everyone can get involved. And we have seen just incredible things happen, like I said, from two people all the way to a youth group of 100 kids going out and doing 5,000 homes in two or three hours. And so it's a lot of fun. People, as you know, if any of us have, if you've done a mission work or you've done stuff where you feel like even maybe a, you know, a food pantry where you feel like you're blessing other people, what always tends to happen is you get blessed more than you ever bless anyone else. And that's what's so incredible about the whole experience. I, I just, I love to see this movement pop up. I love to see the momentum. I love to see the vision. Um, can you just, 120 million, is that approximately how many homes there are in this country? Is that right? Yeah, I, you know, we got three about, you know, just over 360 million people. Usually it's about 3.1 uh, people in a home. And so that's the number. And we're in 50 states right now. So there's movements going on in all 50 states. And uh, we've done big cities, you know, small cities. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And the great thing about it is for the churches is it's totally free. This has been funded by private uh, people out there that just love Christ and love our country and want America to get back to the greatness that it was. And we believe that that's only through having a relationship with Jesus Christ and the church getting more involved in what's going on. Hey, everyone. Charlie Kirk here. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this program, which is why I'm so proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. So keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use offer code charlie. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie and free activation using offer code charlie. So, Scott, working with churches, uh, what so far has been one of the major headwinds or difficulties that you've had to deal with as the country grows more secular? Uh, what, what, is the, what have been some of the opposition you've experienced? Well, obviously, we started right before COVID hit, so that was a big deal. You know, we got a lot of people scared to get out and do stuff. But since COVID's uh, gone away or, you know, I don't know if it ever started but uh, since it's not such a, an impact right now in our society, I think our biggest problem we have right now is uh, people feeling and going back to church and actually going back to building and doing something. So many people want to watch it online or not be involved. And so as you see, the, the, the numbers in our churches as far as attendance has gone drastically down. And so getting people back out there doing stuff. But But I also think, to be honest, and why I'm so excited to be on your show is I think the, the movement that needs to take this on is the youth. Uh, it needs to be the college kids. It needs to be the high school kids. It needs to be those kids that care about where our country's going. And if that's important to them, then we've got to get people back at going to church with the values that we all have, the values of 
the conservative values that are out there. And so the way you do that is we share our faith. We get more people excited about what we're about, about Jesus Christ. And so I think that's the, the greatest challenge is getting our youth doing this. And, and so, you know, encouraging youth that to get their churches on campus to do stuff like this, to get outside the walls and do it, encourage their parents to do it, encourage, uh, you know, our parents to do it, uh, you know, encourage every church to get out there and do something. Because here's the deal. If you challenge your pastor and say, what evangelistic work are we doing? Nine times out of 10, they're going to, they're going to bring back, they're doing stuff overseas, doing missionary work in other countries. And that is needed. Don't get me wrong, but we have a lot of missionary work to do here. You know, when the great commission was brought, was spoken in the gospel, in the gospels, it, the first place it talked about was your Jerusalem. And that's the United States of America. And we've got to get out there and we've got to let people know the importance of that relationship. And so, you know, I, that's my excitement. My excitement is whenever I see youth and, and the young people of the United States out there doing these kind of things, it's great. And I got to go to one of your events uh, at Georgia Tech recently and to see the excitement of those youth on that campus for the different things going on is real exciting. Well, thank you. Uh, so I want to just reiterate the website, saturateusa.org. And so working with a lot of these churches and pastors, um, I imagine that, you know, they're the, as you say, the youth groups are some of the ones that are the most effective to be able to spread this. And, you know, having kids in college and seeing America becoming less religious, what do you attribute that to? Well, uh, I don't think you have a couple hours for me to talk about it, but I've got I've had a, a son that uh, was in Ivy League and I've had kids at more conservative colleges. And, you know, I think that what I'm seeing is the educational system is not leading our kids down the path of having ethical and moral values, or at least the ones that I, I believe in. And so it, it's a tough thing out there. Um, you know, being from Texas, we're a little more conservative down there, but, you know, I'm telling you, it's just, it's hitting everywhere. And so I, I really believe the only person that can change this and get this going in the right way is, is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so it's a lot of prayer and it's a lot of trying to empower people in the United States to get out there and let them know what we believe. It is saturateusa.org. Let me just read this to you. Over 49 million homes adopted 36 million homes saturated, 113 million people that have been saturated. Scott, can you share some success stories from 113 million people that have been saturated? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's we have just thousands of them going on, but probably one of the most interesting ones that I, I like to tell is uh, in Florida, we uh, had a church that adopted their area. They broke it up by different their different youth, uh, small groups in their church, and so a small group took a neighborhood of about 200 went out and their goal was to set the packs uh, on each door. And then they were going to go back a couple weeks later and follow up. And so they did this, they got together, they assembled their packs, put their church information in there, went out, walked the homes and delivered them. And then went back a couple weeks later. And this one couple was going down their street and, uh, you know, came to this cup, this house went, knocked on the door, lady answers. And they said, uh, we're just falling up. We're from, this First Baptist Church down the way, and we wanted to let you know we cared about you, and we set, we dropped the pack off here. We'd love to come, you guys to come to church, or is there anything we can be doing for you and praying for you? And the lady got kind of emotionally set. She said, well, I'm going to tell you what, you know, your pack had a huge impact. Uh, my husband had cancer, and he passed away a couple weeks ago, but before he passed away, we were he got this pack, and we were sitting there, and he grabbed it, and he started streaming the movie, and started watching it and got uh, the Holy Spirit just caught him. 
And next thing you know, his wife led him to Christ. He accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Weeks later, passed away, unfortunately, but at least she knows that he's in heaven right now. And so just some great stories about those kind of things uh, that we've done so much work, like in the inner city in Chicago and stuff, and just seeing the impact it's having even on churches there and, and struggles they deal with with gangs and everything as well. But, you know, it's amazing if you plant that seed, the Holy Spirit can do amazing things. Are there any parts of the country where we need more emphasis, where that we want to try to draw more attention, where there's a deficit currently? I would say that our strongest, the places we uh, struggle the most are probably the Northeast and Northwest. And so along the coast there, we need, we need churches and individuals and, and, and uh, youth groups and, and different organizations to step up and help us there. Those have probably been our, our biggest struggles right now. Well, that makes sense. Those are the least churched corridors in the country. Uh, so that would certainly make sense. Just recap, Scott, um, the four-step process, adopt, receive, assemble, saturate, all on saturateusa.org. Really simple. Just go to our website. It'll take you about uh, 15 seconds to fill out a form. Uh, You'll get a call from our staff. They'll call you. We'll get you to adopt your area of your zip code you want to adopt or multiple ones. And then usually within about two weeks, you'll get not only your maps, but all the packs shipped to you directly free of charge. And then it's up to you to uh, basically put your church information in them and and then decide the best way to get out in the community and and get them to all the neighbors, all your neighbors and all the people in your neighborhoods. All 50 states have been saturated. Uh, it's a God-sized vision. When, when do you think you'll be able to hit that 120 by? You know, we're hoping in the next three three to four years would be our hope. But, uh, you know, it's it's a God thing. When we you know, first started this five years ago, I think we had the idea of 20 million and, you know, praying through it, the Lord said, no, I want all 120. And so we're just trusting him. You know, we're, uh, we're at almost 50 million. And so we're hoping in the next probably three to five years that we could finish this up. It's amazing. Saturateusa.org. Scott, thank you so much. Thanks, Charlie. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold, and we can't quite shake it. But you're not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely on yourself. Not sure where to start? Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for $60 off. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes with My Patriot Supply. When you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship that same day. Save $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. That is MyPatriotSupply.com. you got to check it out right now, MyPatriotSupply.com. Joining us now is Rich Barris. Rich, welcome to the program. Rich, what is going on here with Nikki Haley and potential crossovers? Uh, the primary is Saturday. Do I have that right? You do indeed. You do indeed. Look, she's been spending a lot of money, Charlie, to get Democrats and behavioral Democrats. It is an open primary uh, to vote in the South Carolina primary the way that she got them to vote in New Hampshire. Here's the problem. They're just there simply aren't as many um, you know, favorable demographics that you could get to do that in South Carolina that there are in New Hampshire, where the Democratic base uh, that may be uh, unwilling or just not excited to vote for Joe Biden, 
They're white, highly educated, have a high income. That's New Hampshire. In South Carolina, it's predominantly African-American. More than 60 percent of the Democratic electorate is African-American. So I'm not saying she's not going to get some of these people to do so. I'm just simply saying that the the pool is much smaller than it is in New Hampshire as a as a share of the overall electorate. So what is your what what is your guess of how Saturday is going to shake out? I think you can. I, I think we should be a little bit more modest. Maybe the Trump plus 30s, plus 35s are a little bit too much, but he's going to spank her. I mean, the, the minute the polls close, we expect that we can make a call fairly easily. Um, you just cannot win. She may win South Carolina six if she does a really good job, maybe uh, the first district, because we have to look at how these delegates are ag- aggregated um but in a mediocre performance for her you know one that's a little bit better than expected a trump plus 18 or 20 charlie would only uh likely give her south carolina uh six which would give her three delegates and that would be it but in all of the polling even those that are generous to her she is not ahead in a single congressional district which is bad for her it's winner take all at the at-large level, which means if you win the statewide vote, you get all of those delegates. And the remaining delegates, three per congressional district, are winner-take-all at the district level. So if she doesn't win any districts because she's not going to win the state, she's not going to get a single delegate, not one. And Politico.com reports more than 5,200 donors to Joe Biden's 2020 campaign have given money to Haley financially including 1,600 who gave more than $500,000 in January alone. Riff on this, Rich. Yeah, they're having fun with this, Charlie. They think it's hilarious. I was talking to a reporter the other day that was a Democratic strategist on the other end of the line because they were asking us, you know, uh, our opinion about this. And my argument was uh, she's here as a sabotage mission still. And she, it's going to turn into a suicide mission, by the way. But she thinks it's a sabotage. Democrats are happy to help her do that. I don't know what she thinks. She's going to get bona fides or respect afterwards. She's not. She's going to end up like Charlie Crist, unwanted, untrusted and unsupported by either side. She'll end up with no political home. But the other end of the call, the, the Democratic uh, consultants laughing because He's making a joke about how this is going to pollute or dirty up the data on the Republican side. And he says, oh, Rich, and you know it's up to people like you to fix that and you can fix that. Yeah, sure. And with millions of dollars and at least a cycle, if not two, to, to make sure that we don't throw out legitimate first time primary voters. Uh, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, when someone votes in a party's primary For people like me, it identifies you as a potential supporter. So campaigns are going to waste money mailing out mailers to them that people are going to shred up, Charlie. They're going to get their doors, you know, slammed on their face when they knock on the door and they're going to get opt outs and wasted and deleted text messages on and on and on. He thought it was hilarious. And what he didn't tell the reporter, which I did, is that, look, he thinks it's funny because Democrats have money. To fix this, they have a lot. They could always go to their donors like those people and say, I need another half a billion. And guess what? They're going to cut that check. No problem. Republicans don't. And they're blowing money hand over fist because, you know, the front because the people want Donald Trump. And they're you know, eventually this donor voter disconnect is going to have to 
come to a reckoning here. The party should be ashamed of themselves, by the way, for even allowing Nikki Haley to do this. They got played. She should have never been allowed on a debate stage. Um, so I, I hope Rona and the rest of them enjoyed the couple of dollars that she got the stuff in her purse over advertising with the networks because this is what she's going to cost the party going forward. Yeah, a so, lot more so, than so, she So, I mean, talk about how detrimental this is. I mean, especially if she keeps this data blurring going into states that are critical, right? It really is. And by the way, I have seen internal docs from her campaign. It doesn't even count on her uh, winning South Carolina. This is a joke at this point. It's not a, to them anyway. It's a joke. It's not even a serious attempt to win the nomination. Their hope is that they do good enough in South Carolina. They can, quote, survive it and then get into Super Tuesday, Charlie, where there are a lot of key states and beyond even to March 12th and 19th. And then real every state that they spend money in, not even votes yet, but every state they spend money in is going to uh, do damage and, and, and cause problems down the road for Republicans. Once those votes are cast, then those are going to be more, I don't want to say permanent, but they'll be, they'll turn into from a short-term problem to a mid or potentially long-term problem. So the longer this continues, the worse and more more severe and the more money it's going to cost uh, Republicans down the road. This is, again, this is 100% a sabotage mission. I mean, uh, I don't I don't know why anybody would treat it. And, and there's there's not a single know, like state. Else. There's not a single state she can win, but it prevents consolidation. It prevents all sorts of different elements here. It really does. And also, by law, he cannot pivot to a general election yet. You know that he can't he can't really uh, begin to whack uh, Joe Biden and start the conversation. And why does that matter? I would point people to a cycle like 04 when Kerry had these people just lagging and nipping at his heels when it was still clear he was going to be the nominee. They saw that in the Bush camp and they started in March, in April, to cast John Kerry as an out of touch, rich, white, northeasterner, liberal, you know, from Massachusetts. And they whacked him all through the spring over that, and he couldn't respond. So uh, go look at the RCP average, and people see the fruits of that labor. By the time beginning of summer came along, Bush leapt out to a very big lead. Now, Kerry shrunk that lead and ended up a, a, you know, a much closer election. But you could see it had the impact that uh, the Bush camp, Rove camp, wanted it to have. So that's – I mean there's practical and logistical things here – that Nikki Haley uh, is causing a problem with. And uh, if, th- if this was happening on the Democratic side, Charlie, they would like expel her. They would hold a vote with delegates and they would expel her from the party. I mean, so why, why, don't, Republicans, why, doesn't, why don't Republicans do that? Because they're foolish and somebody's going to have to stand up and say, we you know what? I think I'm responsible for this mistake. Uh, there were times when she was having problems even qualifying deb- for debates with polling. Who was who was the organization that put together the qualifications for who is and who isn't an acceptable poll to uh, to use when qualifying whether Nikki Ellie could get on the debate stage or not? That debate stage should have been if Donald Trump was going to go there. Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis. And that should have been it. I mean, this we're talking about a woman who was polling at two percent the last time there was a debate, Charlie. So she got ground uh, late. She gained ground later. This is I, I really I, I would put the, the blame square at the feet of the RNC. They make money by having this a competitive contest. It was never competitive. Never. And, and Nikki says she's going to stay in basically all the way to the convention is basically what she's signaling. 
And he'll clinch whether she, you know, this is the delusion of this. And and Republicans got to ask themselves whether they're going to start tolerating delusions like we're asked to tolerate the delusions of people who don't know what their gender is. Charlie, he will clinch when he reaches 1249 by the latest March 19th, probably March 12th. And that uh, that's just the mass. She cannot stop him. No amount of fake crying or, you know, pretending to rub your mascara, pulling Hillary Clinton. No amount of that is going to stop him from clinching. She's just going to be there. It's it's just stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's just silly. We should just stop tolerating this delusion. And I mean, that's right. Democrats would never put up with this ever. No way. No way. No chance. I mean, and it's you've heard uh, Trump go to you know Truth Social and say, look, anyone who sticks with her is banned from MAGA. Well, I got a list to give to them because there are people who are underhandedly doing this. Um, we've been uh, posting them and tweeting them. But, you know, we have friends up like anybody else who Democrats in South Carolina. They get these mailers every two days, no matter how many times they reply stop to their text messages. Somebody else just texts them again. The SFA fund is a big deal. They're the, uh, they're a pro Nikki Haley super PAC run by Mark Harris. I mean, we have a laundry list of this stuff. By the way, they're violating 10 DLC. And that's going to really that could really screw all of us, pollsters, everybody, because that's um, the telecom oh, no, industry. By the way, they just ign- they just ignore the unsubscribe. You know how many times I've unsubscribed to their emails and they just keep on emailing? It's outrageous. They're breaking the law. They're breaking the law. And Charlie, if telecoms, if 10 DLC does not work, tell I, because I know I was part of 10 DLC. If it doesn't work, then AT&T, Verizon, all the telecoms are going to run to the government and they're going to get the government to do this. And then that's not going to be good for anybody. Nobody, nobody breaks like there's always a mess up. You know, there's somebody's not removed from the do not call list or something like that, or somebody is called from the do not call list, which is exempt politically. But when it comes to texting, once a user says stop, they have got to stop and remove them from all further texting. If they don't do that, Charlie, then the government's going to be the next one to step in, all because what? Nikki Haley didn't want to follow the rules? This is insane. Every campaign screws up here and there. But my God, Mark Caputo wrote a whole article about it the other day on his bulwark Substack. These are not just – and they're not even Republican voters – these are Democratic voters, and many of them African-American. And they're like, look, I hit stop 800 times. This is bad. And anyone else who was a part of 10 DLC or wants to see it, uh, see it succeed, they better stand up right now. Because do you know what government intervention means? It means a lot more money the next time you want to do any marketing. It means a lot more money the next time you come to me for a poll. I mean, this is a problem. And somebody's got to uh, some somebody other than me should be standing up and voicing. Forget about Nikki Haley is, you know, this is a big problem and they're going to cause, you know, this industry to have the government's boot on our neck. Thank you very much, Nikki Haley. Hey, everybody, Charlie Kirk. You might be wondering why some of my age is talking to you about an organization that's been associated with older generation. And no, I don't mean the radical AARP. It's because preserving the foundation of our nation and promoting conservative values isn't just for seniors. It's for all Americans, regardless of age. That's why I want to talk to you about the other organization, AMAC. Yes, they champion issues that are critical to the senior community, but their mission and impacts go way beyond that, offering incredible benefits and opportunities for conservatives of every age. Joining AMAC means you aren't only supporting advocacy for older 
older Americans, you're also becoming part of a larger movement to protect our freedoms and ensure our nation endures for generations to come. Plus, here's the fun part. You'll enjoy member-only benefits and discounts on things like travel, food, theme parks, movie tickets, special car insurance rates, and more. The bottom line is that our fight for conservative values need fresh energy and wisdom and experience. So whether you're young and looking to make a difference or a seasoned patriot with an undying passion for freedom, AMAC is your home. Join today at amac.us slash Kirk. Go and get a membership for your parents too and your grandparents for only $16 a year. It's the best way to play a crucial role in securing the future for all Americans. Do not wait. Join AMAC now at amac.us slash Kirk. So, Rich, talk to me, VP. Uh, I was with the president yesterday. Obviously, a hot topic of conversation. Who, who are the no-goes? Who are the ones that could hurt Trump? Let's start there. Nikki Haley's a no-go, period, full stop. Not that that was ever, you know, in the, in the uh, selection process. I think this time he's got to throw a bomb, Charlie. I think it, Donald Trump's decision this year for VP is unlike any other presidential nominee that we've ever uh, that we've ever seen because he needs to ensure whomever he picks is either just as scary, if not scarier, to the establishment and the and the administrative state than he is. Because if it's somebody the establishment thinks they could play ball with, they'll do something to stab him in the back and try to remove it. There'll be an impeachment 3.0 within three months, you know. Um, and, uh, the, you know, if that doesn't work, then I, I, I even dare to even imagine what could be next. But I think somebody, this is an election about... Uh, Moving forward and having new ideas, even though it's a president that's already been president and in some ways people want to go back, but they don't want to go back to like a Mike Pence, Charlie, like the no go is the idea, the mentality that 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 led him to choose Mike Pence. That's like old thinking. And I wouldn't even care too much about region at this point. Somebody who's a breath of fresh air, who represents MAGA because MAGA is the new growing base. They're, they're the only one with any growth. You know, within a cycle or two, the old Republican guard is going to literally, you know, die out. I mean, it has to be somebody who represents them because they'll be the the it, the de facto, um, you know, uh, the de facto leader of MAGA when Donald Trump is is done serving his presidency. So he's got to think like that this time. It cannot be the usual suspects. Yeah. So um, so your final recommendation. Oof, you know, I hate to tell them who, but, you know, somebody like uh, like a bomb, like a Vivek, or I know that there are people who are still skeptical of him. I think that he would earn their trust. I mean, have you seen those two together? It's there's magic there, Charlie. There is. Uh, I even do like the idea of a Tucker if he'd ever take it. But I mean, a bomb like that. And there is the uh, look, I like Tim Scott. I think he's a nice guy. Um, I just think that there are going to be so many knives that he needs somebody who's going to be watching his back. Yeah, it's uh, of all the three states, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, which one concerns you the most? Uh, Arizona's Arizona and Georgia are just so dirty. He's polling so strong there now, but they're just so dirty. Uh, Wisconsin has a habit of polling a little bit more Democratic than it actually performs. But honestly, all of them, Wisconsin probably, I would have to say probably Wisconsin, even though Maricopa is just a a fest. And I learned about that in 22 with Kerry Lake and what happened there. But I have to say Wisconsin because Ron Johnson should have won that race in 22 by more than one point. Mandela Barnes had groups behind him 
And Ron Johnson had ads on TV. And that got really close, Charlie, really close. Uh, And because Wisconsin votes or has voted in the last eight elections, the same as Michigan and uh, Pennsylvania, you want one, uh, you know, to go your way because then the likelihood of the other two going your way, um, which means you have the presidency, is very high. Uh, Again, all three he needs. He needs all three of them. Rich, excellent work. Thanks so much. We'll see what happens on Saturday. Thank you. All the best, Charlie. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.